Welcome to this week's episode of the Badass Kid Podcast, episode 21. We're wrapping up good fellas. This one is called Real Talk. Enjoy. I've been doing a lot of research, right? I, I can tell, man. I yeah. can tell. It's an enthusiast. Thing. Yeah, you're in. You're, I don't know if you should say enthusiast. You should just say you're an investigative journalist. Might as well, huh? You should just say that, man, so that nobody looks at you funny. Because, like, I feel like people are going to listen to this episode and be like, why are they so into, like, figuring <laughs> out how kidding. to do the perfect murder? <laughs> it's it's because. It, there's been, you know, to to go back on the the first part of this, um, like the Zodiac killer, right? Just amazes me that he's never been caught, never even been close to being caught. Yeah, and they put his murder on another killer. His name was Eddie Kemper. He was the co-ed killer. He killed like twenty some ladies or whatever, and he he got himself caught. Um, um, some of these uh, serial killers, they. They do that to themselves because they're either tired or they're coming to terms with whatever is going. They want people to know more about them and stuff like that. Like that's fucking nuts to think that you fools weren't even close to catching half of these killers. And they, if if need be, they could have gone years, years of killing and not fucking been noticed. That's crazy. It just it blows my mind. I don't like that they feed on vulnerable people, but I get it. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't agree with it, but I get it. I get why it's there. They choose them, you know, but yeah. it's just like, it's so whack to me. Like the fact that they go like, for instance, like there was a lady, I believe some time back where she was like running in the park and then the guy just fucking tackled her and fucking right. raped her and killed her. <clears throat> like, God damn. Like, I, I understand like maybe you're not, you're not, you don't have that interaction with women. Like you just, maybe you don't know how to talk to a woman, things like that. But like, bro, like, yeah, but it's not the way, man. Because there's someone like Ted Bundy, for instance, like very charismatic character. If I seen him in a bar and had a conversation with him, I don't think I'd think twice to right. think that he fucking has a head of somebody in his car. <laughs> like yeah. I, 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 it wouldn't come to me because of how they spoke, you know. And a lot of them didn't have problems with women, but they had problems with their mother, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever trauma was when they were younger. You know, they a lot of them say it's more of a sense of domination than anything. Like, that's what they feel. That's what they want. And it's it's crazy. I'm telling you, when you hear these people talk about, like, why they did it and, like, why they kept people's bones or their heads and shit, like, it's fucking wild. Like, Dahmer. Why why would they keep their, just as trophies or what? They, uh, pretty much to remember the time that war, where it happened. So it gives them, like, that dopamine hit again. Like, it could take them back there and they can feel yeah, or good they, about it or what? They, they were so, they wanted to keep that person with them forever. And they they felt they couldn't do that. If they didn't have something. If they didn't, yeah. Or if they didn't kill them. Because, you know, people are disappointing. They leave, you know, whatever. Whoop whoop. So they would keep a part of them to, like, this is mine. Like, I had you. It's your mine. You're mine forever. Like, I'm never letting you go. Dahmer took a fucking head to work. He had a head in his locker during one of his shifts. Where did he work? At a chocolate factory. <laughs> Bruh. That's, I know. A head of a person. Could you, like, fucking think back to work? Like, these motherfuckers have a head in there. Like, I don't know. Like, what I wonder I, what happened to that locker. I don't know. Because it, it was You think that fun. shit would be worth money? Maybe. To somebody it would. Because, I mean, art is subjective, right? Yeah. So, at least the, the worth, what, what it's worth. Would it be like uh, John Wayne Gacy's house? Who's, a, who's the, that? He's a killer clown. Mm. Pogo. Okay. That motherfucker, I think he killed, what, like 43, 38 young men and young men and boys. So Buried. he was like the real life it or what? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Cause he, and he would bury them in his fucking, in his, uh, crawl space. He had like bodies under there. And it didn't stink? 
Would he like autopsy them or what? Like he'd fucking take out all the shit. I'm not sure what he would do, but they didn't find. They didn't find. I think they caught him. I don't. I don't remember how they caught him. I remember how they caught Dahmer. What What was his name? John Wayne Gacy. Yeah, I don't remember that one. Jeffrey Dahmer when he got caught. Um, I guess the police were already on him. Right. Like they already had suspected him, and he had another victim in his house, and the victim actually ended up getting away. Like he fought with Dahmer and was able to escape. And as the guy was running out, the cops were coming to get him already. So oh, Dahmer was like, shit. Dahmer was like, instead of running, instead of doing anything, the cops came in and I simply told them where to find everything. I gave them the keys to everything and I helped them find all the bodies and to identify them. Oh, what the <laughs> fuck? <dog? laughs> You're fucking wild, dude. Son. That motherfucker. Yeah, but this motherfucker's nuts too. And he arrest right here. So after being informed that the police had found human remains in his crawl space and that he would now face murder charges, Gacy told officers he wanted to clear the air, adding he had known his arrest was inevitable since the previous evening, which he had spent on the couch in his lawyer's office. In the early morning hours of December 22nd, and in the presence of his lawyers, Gacy provided a formal statement in which he confessed to murdering approximately 30 young males, all of whom he claimed had entered his house willingly. Some victims were referred by name, but Gacy claimed to not know or remember most of the names. He claimed all were teenage male runaways or male prostitutes, the majority of whom he had buried in his crawl space. Gacy claimed to have only dug five of the victims' graves in, his, in this location and had his employees, including Gregory Godzik dig the remaining trenches so that he would have graves available wait he had fucking employees helping him that worked yeah that worked with him when he was a clown but they were all sick they were all raping people so what the fuck but i mean the guy just helped dig the hole <laughs> nigga what the fuck you still open to cover up a body yeah but he didn't do anything <laughs> Bro. look at that sick fuck shit dude and he he had this um this medal that the state had given him, I guess it's like clearance with Secret Service. For he met some politician, some lady politician. I can't remember her name. But thick, like, there he is. Look, Pogo. Pogo the clown. Damn, dog, you don't even like clowns. I don't fuck with them. I mean, I ain't scared of you bitches. You want to <laughs> run up on me, I'll hit you with my fucking car. I don't care. <laughs> I'll admit that right now. I don't care. I'll tell the cops I hit you. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you want to run the risk? You, you run the risk. That's crazy. Yeah, I ain't nobody murdering me over here, dog. Mugshot taken December. So he was caught in what, 1978? Is that what that's mm -hmm. Dang, dude. That's crazy. Like, but why do you think there were so many mass murderers like back then? Like, why, why isn't there so many now? Like, nah, I'm not saying you motherfuckers need to start don't killing people. Don't be doing people. that shit. But like, why was there so many then? And I, not now. I honestly think because they were they were smart enough to know that they could get away with it. And people now are just like, that's nah, not worth it. Yeah. Well, you, you really have to think it out now because if you've ever even hinted at something so crazy, like somebody's going to remember. Right. And, and now with investigations like this, you know, they hear like, hey, this guy had told me this one time. Like, you're getting arrested. Like, hands down, you're getting arrested. Yeah. You're asked you're, to grass. Yeah. You're going to be questioned because you and when it comes to the case investigations, anything like that, they're going to take to... They're gonna take it yeah. and run with it, you know. So I like I, that's why I think it's pretty impossible to do it now. I still think there's a chance of it. I just think that it would be it wouldn't be like these guys going on ten years, you know, fifteen years, like not getting caught, not even you know the cops not batting an eye. And a lot of the you know to bring race into it for at least most of the serial killers, a lot of them were colored people, you know. 
Besides, oh, he, oh, he killed a lot of. Yeah, well, I think his were mainly white male. Oh, if I'm not mistaken, but there were some black boys in there, mm-hmm. and like, um, there was another killer. I forgot who it was. The Green River Killer. No, no, it was Dahmer. It was Dahmer. Dahmer's was he was mostly black. Uh, most of his killings were black. And who was Jeffrey Dahmer? Like, what did like? I, I he was a serial killer, but like, he's 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 more known because he ate people. What the? Fuck? He got to a point of cannibalism during his killings. Yeah, a lot of his victims, if I'm not mistaken, were primarily black. Yeah, because he was known as the Mil- Milwaukee Killer. Dahmer case unleashes black anger in Milwaukee. Let's see if you can maybe pull up the little... They usually have it like, you know, look at that motherfucker. I have a you friend who looks crazy. like Ted Bundy. What's crazy is like a lot of these people like, yeah, they look crazy in their mugshots and, you know, like this. But if you take them out of that, maybe they They're don't normal. look so crazy. They're a normal person. This motherfucker walking down the street, I wouldn't think twice. Mm-mm. Until you talk to them, of course, because he was one of the weirder ones. Like this, like he just looks like a Swedish guy that does porn. <laughs> She looks like a Norwegian right there, porn star. You know? Word. Like, what the I'm fuck? trying to see if they have his victims. Right there. It says Dahmer murdered 17 men between 1978 and 1999. He was careful to select victims on the fringes of society who were often borderline criminal making their disappearances less noticeable and reducing the likelihood of his capture. He lured them to his home with promises of money or sex and strangled them to death. And kept their body bodies and kept body parts as photos and photos as souvenirs. But they asked him, why was this racially motivi- uh, motivated? motivated? And he's like, no. He's like, my decision was based off of looks. He's like, I picked the young, I picked the, the best looking young man I could find. So he... What to what? These both of these dudes were gay as fuck, just like fucking boys. Pretty much. Well, they were gay. I know he was a gay man. Gay seemed might have just but, been crazy. But he doesn't. He won't admit to it. Admit to what? To his. He's gay. I, you're gay. He's gay. Well, yeah. Fuck him. Like, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> yeah. he, he won't admit it. Like when they do his interviews, he's like, they ask him like, so like, are you homosexual? And then he's like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Nigga. It says he died in prison a couple years right after. So, um, one of his. Uh, his inmate, his uh, cellmate killed him. Christopher Scarfer, Scarver. Yeah. In accordance with his inclusion in regular work details, Dahmer was assigned to work with two other convicted murderers, Scarver and Jesse Anderson. After they had been left alone to complete their task, guards returned to find that Scarver had brutally beaten both men with a metal bar from a prison weight room. Dahmer was pronounced dead after approximately one hour. Anderson succumbed to his injuries days later. Yeah. Yeah. That that story is, I guess they were in, they were cleaning a bathroom, and I guess the the Christopher guy was walking away to go get a, another mop or some shit, and one of the two, Dahmer or the other one, poked them in the back, like with a stick or something. But yeah. when, when the guy turned around, like they were both just laughing, and so and he had, and then the the guy that killed them had heard about him. Yeah, and that's, that's what it says because it says right here, Scarver spoke to the New York Post about his reasons for killing Dahmer. Scarver alleged that he had been disturbed not only by Dahmer's crimes, but by a habit Dahmer had developed of fashioning severed limbs from prison food to antagonize other inmates. So he was clearly somebody like to fuck with people. Yeah. So he fucking killed them. I mean, anyway. yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't feel bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I, I, you know, that, that's a, that's a, that's another good point that I think we didn't touch on is, uh, do you think that murderers should get the death penalty? I think on the severity of it. Yeah. And, 
So in in this case, I mean, do you think he deserved to be killed? He killed, yes. The way he got killed, probably not. I mean, but you know. I mean, to be honest with you, bro, I feel like the way he got killed, he did deserve that. I think getting killed by lethal injection would have been or, too nice. I think it would have been too nice. But I mean, my real my my legitimate view across the board for everyone is that they should have to soak in their in their sorrows you know like they shouldn't they sh- we shouldn't give them a way out by killing them yeah well a lot of people yeah a lot of people would um agree with you on that and a lot of a lot of serial killers just got consecutive life sentences they didn't really get the death penalty which i yeah it's a way out you know they should yeah. suffer um i guess I, I'm, I'm more cynical because i feel like the way i the way I see it is, you know, to bring, I guess, them to fully understand what happened is to put them through what they did to their first victim. Yeah. In every way, shape, or form. But, I mean, what if what if you do that and they just laugh and it's like it almost backfires on you because now you have this person on the brink of death and they're actually happy about it. You know, like... Like let's say for instance, like Jeffrey Dahmer. Let's I don't I don't know anything about it, but let's say that like he liked to fucking cut people's fingers off, yeah, and fucking I don't know, keep them, make right, necklaces. Right. Like what if you got him, you fucking you captured Dahmer and you took him out into your fucking barn and you cut off his fucking fingers one by one, and he's just over laughing. time and he's just laughing at you and he's enjoying this shit. Like, does, you know, is that really worth it at that point? Yeah, like, uh, yeah, you have a, yeah, that, that could be a solid argument you get what I'm for saying? it. Yeah, but to me, even though they, a lot of them do state, like, that they don't care about death, there was a killer in LA named uh, Richard Ramirez and he fucking, he would say, like, oh, I don't care. Like, I did it just because, just because. There's nothing, there's nothing about me, nothing about society, nothing about my childhood, nothing. I did it because I wanted to. Plain and simple. And they asked him, like, well, how do you feel about getting the death penalty? He's like, I don't care what happens to my body. They can do whatever they want. And yeah, like, they put up that front, but I think putting them into a scenario where it was like their first victim is a different story. So I'm talking about, like, letting them go, you know, giving them their freedom. Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. And do to them what they had done to somebody else. In the same sense, you know, you're free, you think you got away with it, you're yeah. good, and then you end up in a fucking... No, see, in that scenario, that makes a little more sense, because in mentally, their their uh, mentality is that I'm free, I got away with it. Yeah, so they're and thinking gonna, about their next kill. Yeah, they're thinking about the next thing, and then they get captured, and now the tables have turned. So I guess in that case, yeah, okay. I can, so yeah, I can, it, I can yeah, be behind it, that, I guess. In that case, I don't think they'll laugh. I think they'll be like, oh, shit. Word. <laughs> like, this isn't something the justice system did to me. Well, you know, right. the justice system didn't do to me. Like, somebody, I've, it caught up to me. I, I feel like it should be like that. If, if, it's, if it's a serial killer, you know, a one-time murderer or like, you know, stuff like that, like, just give them life. Depending, I think the circumstances obviously are going to depend on what happened. Right. But I, I believe sometimes the death penalty is is uh, like it's up as it's an option. Yeah, yeah. I, feel, I I definitely feel like it should be on the table. But I don't think that for specifically murderers, I don't. I can probably tell how you're gonna feel about the question I'm gonna ask. But it's to get you somewhere else. Okay, so just bear with me here. How do you feel about child rapists, molesters? Like, well, I don't like them. Right. Um, I feel like they shouldn't get the death penalty. I think they should get put into general population and let the fucking prisoners handle his ass. Like, let them kill him, rape him, whatever the fuck they do, but let him... Just let, let, them, just just let them do whatever they got to do. Yeah, because a lot of times, like, those motherfuckers get put on their own yard with other pedophiles or yeah. whatever. Yeah, where they can share stories and shit. Mm-hmm. Those sick fucks. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. I feel like you should just let them out and gem pop and just let society take care of it the way it should be. Yeah. You know, because I feel I should have the right to hunt if it happens to my kids. Yeah, well, see that's I don't I don't like when I see 
people get convicted for for going after the person yeah. that did that to their kids. Yeah. Um, but there's been a, actually there's been more and more stories where they actually the parents get off and they don't and they don't get convicted, which, which is the right thing. Yeah, the right thing. I feel and that's that's my that's my ideology. So like, if it was to ever happen to my kid, like this is just I guess a pre warning to. If it does happen in the future, like you, you need to run because I'm, I'm the, the law is nowhere going to be near you, near me, near you, near nobody that, that that's going to be between me, you and God. Right. And trust me, it's not going to be what you think. I'm not going to just fucking pop a cap in your head. No, you're, you're going to suffer for a long, long, long fucking time yeah. before I finally decide to put you out of your misery. Or I don't, but yeah, right. I, I feel like I should have that right to take it into my hands. You see on a, on a human level, I think that's the way it should be, but in society, I guess, I don't know, man. Like, do you really think that that would be something that should be okay? Like almost a legal purge, not where you go okay. kill people you don't right, like, right, but, right. Just, but, but in the sense of that specific situation, like, do you think that that's something that should be allowed? Like, you know what? Like this guy fucking raped your kid. We can prove it. These are the facts. You can have them. My selfish side. Yes. Yeah, I agree hundred percent because in all honesty, I, I'm frankly not thinking about anybody else. You know, I I'm thinking about the pain that my child probably felt. So and now that they're going to live with for the rest yeah. of their life. So the then, yeah. So then now I'm going to turn it over a hundred times on you. Whether somebody approves of me doing it or not, I frankly could could care less. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, because I understand you know that, and I think a lot of people would would echo that sentiment. But I'm talking just like going a step further and taking it into law to where like, like I have to like okay, like, my my child was raped and like this like, is ABC. yeah, and then a hundred for sure. And then, but but at the end of the day, like as long as you can prove it, like you can you can do it legally and like. You don't have to worry about like anything because obviously when you're when you're in that protective mode and you're regardless you're gonna get you're gonna get them back like yeah. that's that's good and all but at the same time like you are you can still potentially go to jail yeah yeah there's still so, the, the, the the thought in my head you know? yeah so like what I'm saying is like what if you could eliminate that would that I be something that you think people should do or you think that's a little bit or you think is that something that society should accept or you do, or do you believe that's too barbaric that's i guess that's I, more I, of what i I'm feel asking. like society should accept it because it, it in all reality it happens whether we whether it's me that does it or somebody in prison who does it right cuz like you said you know putting them out in jail popping a lot of times it happens they find out you're a child molester and you they don't fuck you, up. They, you don't last very long yeah you really don't and i feel like we should embrace it to where let let the person who went through pain let that family do what what with what's gonna inevitably happen if if they don't get protective custody and stuff like that right away. But then one would say, well, what if you don't want the family to do it because then they have to live with the burden of have of actually killing somebody? Yeah, they got their revenge, but I not every like, not everybody has is built like you, bro. No, like, no, yeah, you not, know what I'm saying. So, like, yeah, of course, so, I feel like you would have to really that that's a decision besides legally made. Like you yourself, like, you know, talking to somebody about it and being like, you know what, you have to be okay with what's going to happen after the fact. You're going to remember that person for the rest of your life. So that's one thing I get from, you know, serial killers is their first kill is like the most detailed they could be. They killed 40 people. And the first one is always the most memorable. Yeah. And so I think you have to, if, it, if society was to accept that you have to be okay with living like that, you have to know, you have to be okay with yourself knowing that you did something like that. Yeah. Makes sense. And if you can't, if you, if the thought of it already doesn't sit well with you, then no, just let, if you don't want to do it that way, that's fine. Let the prison system do what the prison system is going to do regardless. He might not live for that much longer, but if you know, you can, you, you, you feel in yourself, like I'm going to, I can do this and I'm, I'm not going to feel remorse, which again is, is another crazy attribute or, you know, personality trait of serial killers. Right. But I think in that sense, I, it's more, 
accepting. Like, you know, this person did this to me, like, I had every right to. Yeah, yeah. You know, humanly, morally, was it right? I guess not to you, but to me, I sleep better at night. Yeah, so it just basically, it comes down to you. If you if you wish to, to take that approach, then you should be able to. If you don't, then let the world handle it. Yeah, you know, you believe they, they're going to get what they, they got coming, and that's fine. Yeah. I, I, I don't have a thing in mind specifically, but... The question popped in. I mean, what what is a time that karma has gotten back to you? Mm, I, I guess one time it would have to be in when it came to my sports. I remember we played this team, and um, the team was very competitive. You know, they I've heard about them, and they were good. And I played forward, so their defense was all they talked about. And the game we played, their defense was out for whatever reason. The the main guys, the, the their their star players were out. You know, and. I took advantage of it to the fullest extent besides running my mouth like constantly throughout the game, you know, embarrassing this defender, that defender, like unexperienced players that I was playing against. And like I took, I took advantage. I think I overdid it because I, at one point I was taunting and I, I, I've never been one to really want to go that route yeah. unless I could, unless, you You're know. You're pretty I, chill though. So that's kind of weird that you say that because you don't really taunt. Yeah. And then, you know, with their, their whole fucking sideline talking shit, like I, I felt like I just, I was going to defend myself, but there were times where I was sitting down while they were playing. Like I was sitting waiting for the ball and I would hear the the coach like, don't fucking, don't let him like fucking trick you. Like he's going to run. Like, and I'm like, dude, I'm not fucking running. <laughs> I'm going to sit my ass right here. I don't got to play no more fucking, you guys suck. And of course, you know, we come to the playoffs and the team shows up, whatever. And they're, they're quiet. They don't really say much to me. They don't say much at all. And I'm like, hmm, that's weird. Either you guys got in trouble or you guys are hiding something, you know, that I don't know. Well, I get on the field and come to find out they're two defenders or two Samoans. Oh, shit. Their goalie who wasn't there the game before was a Samoan. There are three six foot two people on the defensive side for them. And I'm 5'9". <laughs> Probably 180 pounds, dog, max at that time. And I fucking sat there and I was like, well, you know, they're big, which means they're slow, which means at least I know I'm a little bit faster. It didn't turn out the way I wanted to. There was a play where I was running down the middle and I was I had a clear path down the middle. They were running in like to kind of squish me, you know, and I picked up the ball, put it over them. But right when I got in between them, they weren't going for the ball anymore. They're sandwiching you. Yeah, they they fucking they let me have it. And I I for one was out of breath. I, I fucking hurt my rib. I think something happened. <laughs> something cracked and I don't know what it was. <laughs> and I fucking got up and all I see is that the two defenders that were there before on the sideline and they were just waving at me. And I was like, fuck me, dude. Like these motherfuckers are here just to cause me pain. Like there there's no defense here. Like they want to hurt me. Yeah. And yeah, throughout the game, bro, I, I would slide. I would try to slide to get in the ball into the goal and one would land on me. The fucking goalie would come out, cleats first just right at me i took a lot of damage that game and i fucking i feel like that's what i get for for what i did to them weeks prior it came back to you and it fucked it fucked us because i had to sit out for a little bit because i just couldn't take it dude i there was no getting around them like there was it wasn't even soccer at that point like they were just fucking <laughs> just bodying me ass. dog and like i would look at the ref like fucking call something like yeah. ball's not on your feet bro i can't tell you nothing <laughs> you motherfuckers man and they beat the shit out of me god damn that's fucked if if you could go back and tell, mm, let me see, talk to your 16-year-old self right now. You had not that much time to tell him something. What, what, would you, what would you tell them? What would you tell him? What would you tell yourself? I would tell myself, believe in yourself. What you want to do is special and you can do it. And don't listen to people that tell you you can't do it. I think if, if I had to make it quick. Yeah, quick. But it, I think that's what I would say. 
because for a long time, man, um, I was really self-conscious of all my work, regardless of whatever it was. So it wasn't until I finally started letting go gradually and gradually and gradually. Like, obviously, I think every artist and every, even every person that's even yeah. creative in any way, they're self-conscious of their work, you know? And that's not something that, like, anybody could ever get rid of. But, like, as long as you believe in it, I think I believe in the law of attraction. You know, I, I, I never knew the proper term for that. But now that I've looked into the law of attraction, I do believe that that's what I ended up evolving into. Right. Yeah. Doing you know, was doing the whole law of attraction. Like if you believe in something, other people will believe in it too. Like if you, if you're excited about something, other people will naturally get excited about right, it too. Yeah. But if you basically, like if I start off, for instance, like if I start off a song and I'm like, and I already tell you like, Hey, this shit, this thing is going to be ass. Like, just so you know, like the mix is bad and fucking, I don't like this part. I don't like this part. Like I'm already giving you an out as to why you don't like it right instead yeah. of letting you come to your own um come up with your own opinion you know right, yeah so yeah that's why i think that i would want to tell myself like dude like just let go man just do you and be happy and just you have you got this because I, I think that's what i needed to hear i was talking to vanessa earlier and uh and because some, some one way or another my one of my old beats played on my on my phone when we were driving uh-huh and uh, I took her for Starbucks because, you know, the girls are all crazy right now for the holiday yeah, the drinks. Yeah, holiday drinks, yep. So I took her. We were sitting in the drive-thru, and and uh, one of my beats played, and she was like, and we started talking about it, and she's like, hey, like, why don't, why don't, like, why don't you produce as much anymore? You know, like, what the, like, like, why don't you do that? And I told her, like, honestly, like, real shit. <laughs> I, I, I feel a certain type of way about saying it on air, but, um, but. <laughs> There was a there was one specific beat, man. It was uh, I I named it Jam Jam Session, but because it was just so 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 crazy, like yeah, there was so much shit going on, but it was it was dope as fuck. And I made that beat. I was super happy about it, super excited. I was I was looking forward to showing John outspoken. And I showed him the beat. We're dry. I remember exactly where we were on Sunset Boulevard. We were driving away from the school we were going to his house we were right in front of where the netflix building is now you remember when on sunset boulevard there used to be that kcal big ass antenna oh yeah, sunset yeah, boulevard? yeah yeah it's not there no we, no it's it's a netflix building now oh shit and uh we were just driving right there and i played it for him and he's like bro this shit is ass <laughs> and he was like he's like bro this shit, this shit is trash <laughs> art you know how he talks yeah yeah, yeah. and that shit bro like it fucking i know this sounds fucking stupid and i may sound like a bitch but that shit broke me and i stopped producing after that and she's like why would you why would you let one person's opinion do that to you and i was like he was like my brother you know like he still is but like it, it, it really broke me like i'm not i don't know why man like maybe all this shit that i had been going through at the time you know maybe the time the everything that was going on in my life at the time i don't really remember you think it was like the straw that broke the camel's back? yeah i think it was the straw that broke the camel's back when he told me that bro like just the way he said it to me maybe he didn't even mean because i know that he says shit and he's just naturally kind of fucked up sometimes. Yeah, he's real sarcastic. And yeah, and I maybe he didn't f- want to say it like that, but it came out like that. Yeah, that was and, his nice way of saying it. <laughs> and um, 
And I stopped making beats after that, man. I just, I completely just went cold turkey. I, I couldn't, I, I got like this mean fucking writer's block. And ever since, man, like my, my beats aren't the same anymore. Like they don't, they don't sound the same. And again, that's going back to the original question. Again, that's why I would tell myself that. No, and I, because if I would have had that self-confidence and just been like, fuck you, like, I don't like, yeah, okay. Like maybe you don't like it, Yeah, but but maybe it wasn't for him. No, yeah. And of course, you know, we know that. We know that now. Yeah. He has a lot of, he has his own style and a lot of the stuff doesn't go with him. But yeah, I would, that's exactly what you said. I think I would just tell myself like, you're good. Like that, that's, that's my main statement to myself. Like, don't doubt it. You're good. Yeah. Like I know, I know I'm cocky and yeah, I, when it comes to my, you know, me playing basketball or football, whatever it is, I'm, I'm, my confidence is, is yeah. up there, you know? And it's, I think I didn't really try when I was younger. Like I, I knew I was, I knew I had some skill and I would put it out there, you know, enough to where like, I wouldn't be last picked, you know? Yeah. I'd always be first, like whatever it is. Like people wanted me on their team and that, that's, that was my, that was like my okay to myself. But I think if I would have accepted the fact that I could be something better than what I was at that time, that I should have kept pushing for it. But instead I just, I dumbed myself down in order to be part of, you know, everybody, I guess. Yeah. Instead of just trying to do what i could myself yeah well i if i understood what you just said correctly basically you were holding yourself back to to basically maybe not make others feel as bad like may are you, are you basically are you saying that you were holding yourself back so that you could continue to hang out with these people or are you or to be on their level or are you saying that you held yourself back because you didn't want to make them feel like they weren't good enough Oh yeah, well, what do you yeah. Mean? Like, well, what, what did we? Maybe I misunderstood. You. For me, I, like, like I think I was just I didn't push myself enough. Not not so much in order for others, you know, in total. But I know that with a certain skill set, like um, you, um, a certain skill set, you know, there's only so many people that actually want to like hang around you, or whatever, and all this stuff when it came to sports for me. But yeah. I felt like I had it in me to become something better than what I was. Mm-hmm. But I didn't push myself enough because I was like, well, I'm okay here. Like I have my, you know, my groups here. Okay, like, so you conformed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. Go ahead. No, and I, I felt like I could, I should have been able, I should have been more accepting in what I could do. Yeah. Because I, as much as whoever wants to listening out there that has played with me or you know has been around me, like, yeah, I, I, I know a lot of people will try to come up to me and tell me that I'm not what I am. Like I'm not as good as I think I am, but I, I know I am. Like yeah. and I know I could be better if if I was really putting the time in that I was compared to like graffiti or yeah. you know getting high and stuff like that like i felt like i could probably pull something out yeah and i'm not sure. saying nba but i'm saying i would have pulled something out yeah yeah no for sure bro you and i think that the confidence goes a long way man because a lot of people don't have that a lot of people have talent but they don't have the confidence yeah and it's sad you know and, and so it's it's pretty fucked up and again I, I would i would say that i was one of those people to an extent like you know with with some things you know, yeah. like I just, I didn't have the confidence in myself. I could do it, but I just was like, ah, I don't know. Like, I yeah. don't know if I can, if I'm good enough, you know? So I think it's just, I think when you have that breakthrough and you're just like, you know what? Like they're, they're either going to like it. They're not um, going to like it. But at the end of the day, this shit's for me. Yeah. I think that once you can admit that, I think it's, I think it's cool. Yeah. You go far away. You go far yeah. away. So I think that's what I would tell my, at least my 16 year old self. Like, you know what, dude, you're good. Like just go to the level. Cause you can be there and you don't need to hear this shit from all these other people, you know, talk about like, Oh, you, you know, you couldn't play in a regular high school or stuff like that. But it's like, dick, I couldn't, I just, I didn't put my effort in. I did it. 
Yeah. And I, I can I can admit to them my fault. Like I was lazy. I took a lot of the way, easy way out. You know, some people I I want to bring this up to you because it's it's uh it's related to this. Do you think that some people purposely sabotage themselves so that they never have to fail? Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I understand. Well, yeah, if you if you don't really ever try, you're never gonna fail. You're never gonna disappoint yourself. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people do that. They come, they get it's the comfortable. They just <clears throat> they get comfortable in their life. You know, they don't want to do something so outrageous because they're scared of the the backlash or the disappointment or the failure of that. Yeah, but I think us as a society, we have to accept it. We have to want it. We have to want to fail. I think, I, and and you know, it's the most cliche thing, but they always say like. If you're not, you can't, you can't win by not trying, you know, like, yeah. like, uh, there was a specific fucking quote that I was going to say, but I completely, completely fell Is out it of the, my head. You, you, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. It's that concept, but it wasn't that. Cause I was going to say that, but I was like, no, I want to say the actual thing where that shit stemmed from, but. Um, but yeah, basically you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take, which is fucking, it's super true, man. Yeah. Like it's, it's it is just what it is, what it is. Um, I just, I think people need to take chances. Like, um, damn, it's coming to me, bro. It's right here, but I can't Get fucking say it. I can, I, it's a saying about that though. Like, about, yeah, it's, it's the same concept basically. Like, yeah, you just, you, you have to go for, oh, if, if success was easy, everybody would be successful ah. basically. Right. Like it's super cliche, but it it's true. You know, like you just, you have to go for it no matter how crazy it is. The people that are going to tell you that you're crazy, that you can never do it are people that can't do it themselves. Yeah. They're scared of, they're scared of it. They're yeah. scared of the outcome that you might face. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's selfish of them, but it's just human nature, you know, mm. like whether they're hating on you or whatever it is, like it's just human nature to be like that, unfortunately, but it's people are just like that. And you just have to move past that shit because once you do, man, like breakthroughs happen. Dude, it's crazy. Just, like, yeah. like, like this. That's going on with us. Yeah. Like, it, the thought of it was like that. That shit sounds really cool to do. You know, like why not do it for and for for the you know when you had brought it up to me, like it was mainly just for us. Like, yeah. I, it was just another way for us to get together. And you know, this time we saved the conversations, and it's it's just a beautiful thing. And to to know that people are listening to us. Yeah, that like, shit's it, dope. Yeah, bro, it blows my mind, dude. I'm so happy. I'm so ecstatic that people actually you know, are listening to the bullshit we speaking yeah, on this motherfucker, you know? Yeah, man. And I, we, we be saying some crazy shit, man. Yeah, but I mean, <laughs> I, I feel like everybody should have a part of a conversation. And, you know, I was talking to, I was talking to Firebender the, after the, the last Podcast. one. And I was telling him like, dude, like the next one, you know, that me, you and Art do. And like, you know, maybe John will be there or whoever else is there at the time. Like, you know, like w we can get into some strong debates. Cause he was telling me he didn't want to anymore. That yeah. he wanted to stem away from it for a little bit. Well, I think with him, I, I think that he's, I think that he's afraid that, because I knew, I, I knew his views from what you had told me. Yeah. And I know him already. So I already knew he wasn't going to like Trump because he's, he's, I just, let's be honest. He's very Mexican pride. It's a, yeah, he's, it's a he's, 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 he is, that's his fucking name on Instagram. Like no. that's, he's, it's, it's, it's his culture. It's his people. So I knew he would take to his remarks differently than I would. Yeah, of course. And so. I didn't, I, I put that together, but I think that what, I think that what he's afraid of, maybe not even afraid, but 
I think what what he doesn't want to happen is that for us to have a disagreement where it gets too heated. Yeah, not that, that we're gonna fight or anything, but no, just no, that yeah. we're gonna end up maybe not even liking each other at the end, of yeah. it or something like that, that. You know? Yeah, that's what he had told me. Something around those same lines. Like he just he doesn't want it to get weird or awkward. And I'm like, dude, like the beauty of what we're doing here is the fact that we can all have these opinions. Like everybody in the world has different opinions. The beauty is of for us to come together and to talk about them. Yeah. Like we, at the end of the day, we're all friends still. Like just because our views are different, like it doesn't mean much. You know, we we obviously clicked for a reason way back in the day. Those same reasons are here. We're solid. You know, we yeah. just, I was like, you have to be okay with that though. You have to be okay with going back and forth with saying that he's wrong or he's saying that you're wrong, you know, and like, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there that who knows, maybe I might not agree with you with, but yeah. and, it's and nice to talk about. What's crazy is that on that same sentiment, I think that it's, um, I think what we do here specifically is really dope because we take, we, we bring a separate piece to the table. That's that, that in a lot of things that you see or that you view on a, on an average day on an, on an everyday basis, it's usually very one-sided. And for us, it's like, we're typically for the most part, we're not on the same page. Like we'll agree with each other, like on like general things, yeah. but like when it's like maybe on the bigger picture, we'll agree. But when it comes to like very, very detailed shit, we don't agree with each other. No, we don't. And, and I think that the, the beauty of it, like, don't get me wrong, man. Like I hate getting into arguments. Dude, I love um, it. Like I hate it because I am scared of the same thing. I don't want to say something that one is not true. And two, because, you know, when you're heated and you're in the moment, you might yeah, you, say some you shit yeah. that's just sporadic, you yeah, know? Yeah. And, I, and, yeah. and, and I fuck with you guys. So, like, I don't want to say something that's wild and out there that maybe isn't even true or even that's going to offend you guys, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that the the beauty of it, though, is that we can sit here, have that conversation, and smoke hookah, fucking drink together, and just be chill right after and, like, just hey so how how's how's fucking how was your party last week like yeah we could talk about normal oh, yeah. shit and we can but but i think that the beauty is in the fucking dark conversations that we have where we go back and forth yeah you know because we i don't think people especially right now where we're all on lockdown we're not having conversations we're no. just we're receiving a lot of information instead of actually talking it out but i, th I think it was like that before the pandemic yeah very I don't true i don't feel like anybody really talked to each other anymore and yeah like, I, I get your point, man. Like, I get us, like, you know, with certain subjects, like, we're really passionate about. Right. Like, of course, for me, it's not so much, I guess politics would be one, but I'm I'm a lot more, I guess I can say that I'm for the people, right. in a sense, because I don't really care much for a presidency. I'm, you know, this, this whole election thing has is, is been something else. But for me, like, I guess my passion would be, like, I guess weed, you know? Right. As, as dumb as it might sound to some, like, I have a passion for it, and I just don't have the passion just to smoke it or to be high all the time, you know, pick the highest strain. Like, I, I know a lot of stuff that you probably won't even think of that I know because I'm a stoner. But I'm I'm really passionate about that. So I've, I've gotten into arguments with people about it, and I have gotten heated. Basically, to so that because of the way you said that, I want to clear, I want to clarify what okay. you're saying. You're saying that you know a lot of things about marijuana that people don't one don't know and two wouldn't expect you to know yeah. because you're a quote unquote stoner yeah. but you are very you're you're more knowledgeable than people believe because of 
you saying that you're a stoner, that you're a weed yeah. connoisseur or whatever, you know? So that that's what he's saying. So yeah, go on. Sorry. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like in terms of that, like I've gotten into arguments with people where I'm like, dude, like you're fucking dumb. Like you, you don't know, you, you're talking on a subject that you have no idea about. And like, I understand that side of it where you might say something inappropriate or you might say something that might piss somebody off and stuff. But like I was telling him, like, I think that's the best part of it. I think the fact that we can actually sit here and have these strong opinions about certain things is good. I like it. I want I want us to be able to hear each other out. Whether we get angry or not, I feel like we should have the decency to know, like, you know what? We're doing this to get it out. We're doing this so that you hear my opinion, I hear yours. And we can either agree, disagree. Maybe I change your mind. Maybe you change my mind. Things like that of that nature. And you're right. After we put the mics down... It's great. What did we do last time? We fucking yeah, played hockey. Session. Yeah, we played. We played a session of hookah, and then we fucking played hockey. Yeah. Shout so, out Booger. Yeah, shout out to Booger. Happy birthday, buddy. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, yeah, to to yeah to piggyback off that man, like, yeah, that's I think that's the beauty of what we're doing, and I think that a lot of people recognize that, and they recognize that it's real. You know, it's not some shit that we're just putting on a front. Like, yeah, a lot of times, you know, like we. Like a lot of, because obviously I have to go through an editing process, right? And there's shit that we say sometimes that I gotta cut out because it's a little bit too real, you know. No, yeah, so I like, get it. I get it. So you know, we 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 try to be as genuine, and I think that that comes across, even though there's no video, nothing yet. But people can can recognize that, and people yeah. can can uh, relate to it. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, again, like, uh, just we'll, we'll we'll wrap it up here with, with as far as you know the whole debating thing with with Firebender. But you know, I I love the guy, man. I've yeah, I've always dude. I've always loved the dude. Like, regardless, man, of of whatever gets said, like I'm I'm open to a conversation. And and one thing that I want to tell anybody once if they come on the show or they listen to the show, I'm I'm the most open minded person, bro. Like, you can change my mind. Yeah. And so like if you want to tell me that I'm a dumbass for this and that, just please have your facts so that we can have a real conversation and yeah. we can just go back and forth and until, not assumptions. Yeah, not assumptions. I think we we need to figure out where we're at and I think that having that conversation with him is going to give me more of a perspective that I haven't gotten yet. Yeah. Because uh, to be honest with you, a lot of people that I've talked to like they just want to talk shit. But yeah, they don't course. give me any facts. They want to hear that. They all they say is the bad. Yeah, and I and I want to and I want to understand the other side. Yeah. But I need to. I I want actual facts. You know. So yeah. see, I and and I, I and I believe that he's smart enough to give me them. Yeah, he's gonna give you a run for your money. That's for so, sure. So so that's 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 why I look forward to that. Like yeah, I don't I, look forward to it in the sense of like I want to argue, argue with him. Yeah, no, but I look forward to the conversation. No, of course, and it's gonna be beautiful. I think it's gonna yeah. be something different that we haven't had on here yet in terms of that type of talk. You know, because yeah. like we're, I, I can guarantee that we're all pretty much a, a good sense of uh, open mind. You know, we're we're real understanding. Yeah. To when it comes to certain things and when it comes to like the politics side of it, like I'm like I said, I to me, I have my views on the presidency, whoever is in office. It doesn't matter to me. I I have a I have a view of the country that's different that maybe somebody might not agree with me. You know, we always go back and forth with a good and great country. Yeah. So. I feel like there's somebody out there. Let me know who you are that wants to come out here and defend every president back to back to back to back. You know, which I would enjoy very, very much because I have a lot of shit to say about not the past. Um, how do you say past it? administrations? Administrations. There you go. But dude, I I I I like it. I like the. 
the conversations. It gets my mind wondering, you know, I go home and I fucking, I look up this, I look up that, you know, this whole week before this one, you know, I was watching documentaries or document document fuck i can't even say that <laughs> documentaries documentaries and uh you know keeping you know doing my little my little notes on my weed and stuff like and i enjoyed it you know i loved that shit because it, it brought me back to something that i really enjoy yeah you know i found new shows or i found new documentaries about documentaries <laughs> found new documentaries about uh serial killers and interviews with them and you know it sparked my fucking my interest back up you know yeah and so I enjoy it. And I, I enjoy the conversations because then I have the same conversations with other people. And and to piggyback off that, dude, is that shout out to Eric, the homie we're going to have on uh, on the podcast on Tuesday, is um, he, he made a good point that, that, that applies here. And that point was that I, we were talking about technology. And I was and I and he said that. Kids should learn basic, but I don't want to fuck up. I don't, I'm probably going to butcher it, Eric, but I'm sorry, but this is what I remember. He said that kids should learn basic math in when they're little and then probably immediately after, even when they're still little, give them a calculator. The reason he says that is because they can get farther with a calculator instead of always having to learn basic math and just continuing to go on a slower trajectory path towards it they just get it and they can go farther faster you get what i'm saying yeah 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 yeah. i i i get the concept so so that with that concept i think that by us letting by us having these conversations i think that it lets us get all this shit out that we believe or that we've been told or whatever all these emotions let all that shit out and then we can move past it and figure and then and then after we get all that shit out we can potentially find common ground and or even a solution yeah see and 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 i I think i think that's necessary yeah and i think it's it's a a wonderful thing like i said that's why i i invite arguments you know like i told you and i had told i had told fiber too like no dude don't don't hold back like i you can't give me your point if you're not telling me everything i'm getting your little snippets yeah but i can get those from the internet for both sides Right. Whether one's good or whether one's bad, whatever it is, I can do that myself. I want to know what you know and what you're feeling about it. Because then maybe, you know, like the whole, I know this is kind of not, not so much of a serious one, but like the sleep one with Kid Blade. Right. Like I had never thought of it like that. No. Until he did, like the other day, I was smoking with my, my homies over here um, with Thursdays. And I was like, dude, like does that, that makes sense, right? Like I'm not tripping. Like it makes sense that that could be a possibility. And it just blew my fucking mind. And it's funny because when we were, when we got together on Friday, uh, some of our cousins, I forgot which one it was, sorry, but, uh, but yeah, one of them was actually brought up the same thing that they believe in that. And then I was like, that's funny as fuck because I just had fucking kid blade on the, on the podcast. And he said that exact thing. He believes that. So he's not the only one to believe that, right, but it's kind of crazy that one, we haven't heard about it. And two, that there's other people out there that believe the same thing without even having to have gotten it from kid blade. It's yeah, just other just, people having, just that's how he, that's how they think. Exactly. So it's beautiful. I, I, I know that throughout this whole thing, we're going to go on this huge journey, you know, and this is going to be something bigger than what it is now in a couple of years, which is going to be great. Yeah. We're going to fall. We're, I'm, I'm hoping to find people just like us, almost identical twins. If so, when it comes to the certain topics, you know? Yeah. Cause that's going to be fun. That I think that's going to be even, you know, when you have two against two against two, you know, and stuff like that, like those conversations are going to be really, I think really uplifting and opening to a lot of people. Yeah. Cause I think that I was thinking about it the other day. I think that what we're doing here is, is actually kind of dope because like it, it is dope, but it's not kind of dope. It is dope because <laughs> like we're, even though we're, we're, we're asking 
we're asking very general and sometimes stupid questions. Yeah. <laughs> but they lead us down a road. It's basically I showed the top some of the topics that we're gonna have for Tuesday to Eric. Yeah. which is who we're going to have on the podcast. And he was like, he's like, hey, bro, like those questions are like, they're good and stuff. Like they're cool. But like, like uh, basically he was like, is that, is that all you got? Yeah. Basically. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm paraphrasing, but that's right. basically what he said. And I was like, those questions are meant to spark a conversation. They're mm. not meant to hold a conversation. Yeah, they're, they're meant to spark one. So once I ask you, once I bring this topic up, it could potentially be, bring us down a certain path that we weren't expecting to go down in the first place yeah and um, so that's that's really the whole point of what we're doing here and, and really just to you know have fun doing it we're yeah. talking our shit whether it's a good topic sad topic you know whatever it is like we're i think we're having fun with every topic that we bring up yeah and i, I was telling one of the guys one of the guys from thursdays you know they're he's nervous about coming on the show mm -hmm. and you know he's a he's a he's a supervisor for a construction company so like He's like, I don't have topics. He's like, I don't have anything. And I was like, okay, well, look, luckily there's, there's the two other homies that are going to be on there hopefully soon. Um, what I want more is conversation. So let's say we ask all the questions and you don't ask a single question. The point of us asking questions is to branch off into different topics throughout that one question. And maybe in one of those conversations, a question is going to pop into your head. Yeah. Ask it. That's a topic. That's going to be something. You yeah, have it, to see it that way, you mm -hmm. know? Because, I mean, how many times I think people are afraid to ask questions in general. So I think what we do here is that it's inviting to ask a question. Something comes up, you're going to get the answer. Yeah. Whether it's good or bad, yeah. you're going to get the answer, you know? <laughs> you're going to so, get a answer. Yeah, you're going to get an answer. So <laughs> I think that's the cool thing, you know? Because we hear, we see a lot of shit on the internet and sometimes we ask ourselves, why the fuck would somebody do that? Or right. why, what were they thinking or yeah. something? Maybe somebody here has gone through that or maybe they've thought of the same thing and they have the answer. Yeah, they have so, one side, you have another side and that's how it works. Exactly. So, I mean, we're, we're basically just, we're all a bunch of puzzle pieces and we're just putting it all together as we fucking come. Yeah, so, and it's, it's fun, you know, I'm I'm really excited to see what other guests we're going to have to do Q&As with everybody. You yeah, know? for sure. Um, I did want to take this podcast to show my thanks, you know, to everybody who's been listening, everybody who's shared us, you know, who's putting us out there without us having to, you know, insinuate it or anything, I want to say thank you. Like, you're you're making this go way faster than what I thought. Yeah. And I appreciate the love that we've been getting. For sure. Like, it's fucking, it, it's nuts that, you know, something that is so, comes so natural to us can really, can really, uh, how do I say it? It could really allow people to relate to it. Like, I, I, there's a better word that I can use, but basically what I'm saying is, is like, it's cool that something that is effortless to us is, is holds weight with somebody else, yeah. you know? And I think it's, it's fucking, it's super dope because like I get to see on a daily basis, like the fucking statistics because yeah. I'm the one uploading it, you know? And it's fucking nuts, man, because I look at it and I'm like, damn, like this is, this is dope. Like, even though, you know, it doesn't matter if we have five listens or a fucking hundred, like the fact that people are actually taking the time to listen to this shit is dope. And I'm super grateful forever. will be grateful. Like this shit is, is here because of you guys, like, yeah. because we want to basically have you guys here with us. Like when we're here at the table and we're having these crazy conversations, we want you to be having them as well with, within yourself. Yeah. Or within your inner circle. Yeah. You know? Within your inner circle. Because you know? we know that these, these questions, like if from, from even from when we were hanging out in high school, you know, the conversations we would have would be buck wild. Yeah. 
Like I, I would would have loved to have us on tape in high school, <laughs> yeah. dog. Because I really tell you, our views were definitely changed from back then. And then it's nice to hear when people tell me, like, "Oh, dude, I'm in the car talking to myself," and it's like that's that's what I want. Like, yeah. you know. And if you feel, I tell people that that hit me up. You know, like, hey, if you feel like there's something, you know, you want to, like a topic that you might want to hear, hit like. Let me know. We'll throw it in there. Whether I disagree or agree with it, I don't care. Just let me know. And that way, you know, we can we can reach you guys. You know, yeah. we, we want to hear back from you guys. Yeah. And I th- and it's dope because, again, we're going to expand on it, you yeah. know, uh, to the furthest that we can. Obviously, you know, yeah. if you ask us some crazy shit, we might not know. But yeah, yeah. Uh, we, but yeah. we ain't that smart. You know what I'm saying? Nah, <laughs> we saying, smart, but you we know. ain't that smart. You know? <laughs> Take it but, easy. Yeah. All right. Don't be asking me no fucking, no goddamn, what is it? The calculus for, questions? Calculus. <laughs> <laughs> Find X, motherfucker. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> find this x between your eyes bitch um nah but real shit though thank you guys for for everything for listening for sharing again to to echo his sentiment like it's fucking dope that you guys are are spreading this shit without us even like being that guy in the comments like hey bros check yeah, out my page yeah, i got some dope fucking shit on there like no nah, like we're we we this shit has been organic from the jump and and we're so we're still close to the to the beginning we're more you know we're, we're closer to the beginning than we are to the end of this shit oh, but yeah. at the end of the day like it's dope that this shit has all been organic and and we're just we're just doing our thing and, yeah, and we're doing it with you guys and we love it and uh and we look forward to, to giving you guys more more laughs and maybe more headaches too. Yeah, you know? maybe, maybe some tears in there. Yeah, we maybe some know. tears. You know so. we'll, we'll we'll get to the. It'll, it's gonna. It all it can do is go up from here for sure. That's yeah. all it's gonna do. And yeah. it's 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 a beautiful thing we have here, man. I really believe we fucking hit the head, hit the, the, the nail it? on the head, hit the nail on the head with this one. I have, yeah. Out of all the crazy fucking ideas yeah, we had for money, shit, bro. <laughs> all our crazy cash schemes, Word. and shit, don't compare nothing to this. Okay, I, well, I'm gonna give you guys a crazy story before we get out of here. So speaking of money and schemes, so <laughs> back in the day, right, I used to be a dick. <laughs> I used to be a dick, okay? Um, <laughs> I might go to hell for this shit. But <laughs> so I had this, you know, me being, you know, nice brown man. That's right. You know, Mexican descent, <laughs> you know, both my parents from Mexico, you know, the good old homeland. The good old Anyways, homeland. <laughs> you know, I naturally was attached to fucking, I really got a kick out of fucking mowing lawns, you know, like it was just my thing, dude. I love it to this day. I love mowing lawns. Who I don't know why. Uh, so anyways, um, it's like a follow, follow my you. landscape business. Um, <laughs> up next. Up, <laughs> up next. <laughs> <laughs> so um so yeah so I, I love mowing lawns but i was like i can make money at this shit so i was probably like seven or eight i was in third or fourth grade and i was going around the neighborhood with my dad's lawnmower and his fucking edger and his fucking weeder and i would fucking go and charge people 20 15 to 20 bucks maybe 30 depending on how much they wanted me to do to fucking to mow their lawn pull out weeds and shit like that well i was doing that initially and people gradually you know after you mow so many lawns, they're already mowed. Yeah. <laughs> so how else do you make money? So I fucking, my, my, uh, my neighbor, uh, Johnny, he was my best friend at the time. Um, he had a brother named Jake and Jake was like, Hey bro, like I, I just got this stupid fuck. Cause we, they were, we all went to the same church and he's yeah. like, I just got this stupid fundraising thing. Like now I have to go around the neighborhood asking for money for this stupid fucking thing. Cause if not, I'm not going to be able to go on this trip. And I was like, <laughs> bling, <laughs> a little light bulb turned on in my mind. And I was like, Ooh, 
we got some here. <laughs> he luckily he got two booklets of the for the fundraiser. Right. And so I took one. Like I didn't steal it, but he gave it to me. Right. Because right, he had two. So he gave me one and I went around the neighborhood collecting money and I kept the money. <laughs> Damn, you're going to hell, man. Fuck. Bro, I collected probably like 60, 70 bucks to a fucking third or fourth grader, bro. You know that's, what I mean? Dude, I was baller shot collar when that fucking ice cream man came through. Uh, so bro, what you want? Word, what you want? Hey, what you want? Girl? I don't even trade. Keep the hey, change. Hey, hey, speaking of that shit, though. You know what I had as a kid? Did you have one of these? A fucking wallet with a chain on it, dog. Oh, no. I was, I, no, I could never do it, dog. Dog, I, I had do one it. of those, bro. I had a fucking wallet with a chain on it. Yeah, and I would, I had, I had all my money in there, and I used to buy those fucking those uh, fake cigarettes that were gums from the ice cream man. Oh, do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude. And I used to just roll around, fucking, fucking pretending I was smoking and shit. Yeah. Oh shit. So, yeah, you're I, going to, yeah, you're going to hey, hell I now. used to be a dick though. You used to be a dick. Yeah, I'm not a dick. No wonder all that bad shit happens. Nah, this, this, <laughs> now is, what you, this is what you fucking get. It's this karma. Is, this my is life. what you get. Yeah, word. Damn. That's fucking crazy. Um, a crazy story. Let's see. Mm. <laughs> What's one of your craziest scheming money money schemes? Maybe that's legal. If that's you have a, one. Uh, <laughs> so they, <laughs> this one guy in high school, he used to sell. Uh, he used to buy like big bulks of the lollipops they're right. like like the jawbreaker little okay yeah you know they, they were a dollar and he would hire people to sell for him you know and they'd all go back and do this thing well i was the only brown kid that was helping him so of course i got all the mexicans you know the, pretty much all the ethnicity i got yeah and you got the colored people <laughs> yeah so i would charge two dollars right and, and I, you'd keep one and i'd keep a fucking dollar <laughs> yeah. so i would go to him he'd give me like probably like 50 60 lollipops you know here's 50 60 bucks i got 50 60 bucks too dog so you know until somebody i don't know who was like oh amongst is over there for two bucks what the fuck and i was like oh you yeah. fucking snitch and he was like you he's like you selling for two and i was like no not me and he's like oh well and I was like, Dick, you're fucking scheming everybody. Like, everybody's over here pushing Wait. your shit for you. Fuck you. I better make my cut or else I was going to eat those motherfuckers. Which is, which is hilarious, though, because you marked it up. He had already probably marked it up like 75%. Then you marked it up 100% from what he had marked up. Hell yeah, I got to make my money. <laughs> you're dog. a fool, man. He was Fuck like, yeah. damn, he's like, you really going to do that for me? Yep, I'll do it for you. I'm about to make money. <laughs> Who knew later in high school? Those you lollipops know? better have been fucking bombed for two bucks. They were good, dude. Her fucking fire yeah yeah i mean i wouldn't pay two dollars <laughs> that doesn't mean anybody else would hey bro supply and oh, demand shit, you bro. know i could have down like all right i'll do it for 150 i can't do nothing less <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i'm getting mines did he give you a cut dude. of the dollar no dude he'd give me lollipops oh he'd shoot me like a cup when i'm like nah dig well that's fine you give them lollipops i'll make my money so basically was he giving you lollipops as like okay the money you get from these you can keep it yeah well pretty much Essentially. if i, if I sold them yeah yeah but i i think for the most part i had to keep those because i mean there was like four or five of them well no shit you were making money dickhead yeah, so I'm, I'm talking <laughs> about like the average guy that wasn't pulling that scheme <laughs> like what the fuck motherfuckers weren't thinking you know they thought they had me good until you know and then we got to high school and of course the illegal stuff came and they were like top customers and it was fucking hilarious too. yeah well you already had built a customer base man they trusted you word of mouth sad that they trusted me but <laughs> wow you should be happy dude you should be proud they fucking trusted you, you know? well, I, 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 I've never felt bad for underselling somebody because I mean you should know what you're buying that's not my problem <laughs> but god damn business 101 man it's true in, in high school when I was so weed like I learned a trick from like older older cats I used to hang out with and I used to go do graffiti with like they would be like if you just put a nug and surround it with oregano they're gonna keep coming back 
And I was like, there's no fucking way somebody's going to do that. So I did it one day. I, it was an eighth. I put in probably it was like a gram in there, if anything. The rest was oregano. That was like some of it was clumped up. Sure shit. Next next two days, they came out. They're like, damn, she was the best shit I've ever had. Like, what? <laughs> what? It was what? It was the best? Oh, fuck. Oh, word. Damn, fucking. I'm, I'm going to be using some good ass fucking shit. Word. She got some strong ass oregano. I That's mean weed. That must be weed. Oh, yep. <laughs> I never, I never felt better, dog. <laughs> Shit. Upcharging. I remember when eighths, there used to be eighths for a legit 15 bucks when I was coming up with smoking weed. 15 to 20 bucks. If you hit a 35, then you were hitting some pretty good shit. But I remember selling to kids for like 40, 50 dollar eighths in high school. Yeah, but where we went to high school, there was a lot of kids with money. Yeah, so I didn't care. I really didn't care. <laughs> so that's smart that you did that. Somebody, I, I didn't really have a lot of retaliation, too. I didn't have nobody come up to me and be like, hey, you fucking, this motherfucker sold me for $20. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You should have gone to him first. <laughs> that's funny yeah. as fuck. This is what I provided, and you like it or not. Fuck it. You provide a service, man. So. Supply and demand, like you said. Supply, Supply and, demand. and demand. You're a fool, man. Gotta well. do what I gotta do. <laughs> I might start selling drugs again. Fuck oh, it, Fuck man. it, man. All right, so my song is going to come out tomorrow on the 24th. So I want to play it for you guys here. You ready? Let's hear it. All right, let's go. They say we ain't got forever, but we gon' make it long as we together. Ah, oh, baby, leave you I could never. Every moment with you is better. Ah, oh, baby, you're all I need when it comes to a lifeline. I know you're late for work though, but put those jeans on slow. Give me a show. I normally wouldn't ask, but with an ass like that, I couldn't help myself. I may just call in sick for you, call your boss myself. Tell him you ain't coming in for the day. Something came up and it can't wait. Roll up herb from Thursdays and take a flight like it's a vacay. Fuck around and buy a ring, tell me you're liking. Having you by my side has me close to perfect. You see the man inside that no one managed to get close to. You're supposed to put the worst aside, and you do take it in stride like Jerry Rice. You're the best receiver with just a little diva. You're my baby, you're my everything, you're my leader. We'll stack chips and break bread religiously. You stay home, and I'll be making money on the road. They say we ain't got forever. We gon' make it long as we together Ah, oh, baby Leave you, I could never Every moment with you is better Ah, oh, baby You're all I need when it comes to a lifeline Search through them all and ain't nobody like mine Ah, oh, baby Picture perfect, it's a perfect picture Type of girl that you would read up in the script You my baby, so amazing Crazy. Knew from day one you was the one Wrapped up in this matrix with a blue pill Cause I ain't want the real Which was you leaving me Was too blind to see the catastrophe Set up right in front of me Baby we singing in the ship we can't win There's an ocean in our view I hope you know how to swim When living in a world all we know is kill It's hard to feel at rest Knowing I tried my best to make us work Yes you won't see me till I'm on the shirt they say we ain't got forever But we gon' make it long as we together Oh baby, leave you I could never Every moment with you is better Oh baby
was called All I Need with Last Wish and Lakeith Rashad. I hope you guys enjoyed that. That will come out tomorrow on all streaming platforms. It's a beautiful song, man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> don't be don't be weird, all right? It's Sorry, a good dude. song. It's a good song. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that'll wrap it up for this episode. We appreciate y'all again. We'll we'll be we'll be giving you guys some more dope shit. You're coming up soon. Yeah, some real, real, real soon. Um, again, thank you guys. Like it's, it's really an amazing thing that we're doing here, and it's, it's a, it's a special thing. It's gonna, it's gonna be something bigger than what we ever thought of. Let me tell you. Word. And uh, it's all, the, it's all to you guys. You know. Yeah. So hopefully we, uh, we have some more special guests coming really soon, and I'm really excited. Yeah, man, for sure. You guys, you guys will be, you guys will be definitely entertained for the next, for the next forever. Yeah. <laughs> next quarantine, so, we got you guys. We got you guys on trip. Go to trip. All right, guys. All right, peace. Peace. That'll wrap it up here for episode 21 of the Badass Kid Podcast. Don't you go anywhere this Wednesday. We drop Full House. Peace.